welcome to the Hillington Hospital's NHS Foundation Trust podcast, a series of conversations with different members of staff to highlight some of the great work they're doing and aiming to give you, our staff, an insight into what's happening across the Trust. Brought to you by the Communications and Engagement Team. Okay, let's get into today's conversation. Today I have the Director of Charities here, David Jenkins. His role is a joint role with London Northwest Healthcare Charity and Hillingdon Hospitals Charity. This charity raises funds to help the hospitals, both Hillingdon and Mount Vernon Hospital. Hi, David. Please Thanks. tell me about the charity. Okay, so we're the, um, the charity that supports Hillingdon and Mount Vernon Hospitals. Um, and our job really is to raise money to buy um, items that the trust traditionally uh, wouldn't or, or may not consider as being essential. Um, and they're mainly items or services that improve the patient experience. Uh, we also do things to support the staff too. Um, in the past, and we have allocated funds to enhancing the hospital environment, um, we do a bit less of that now as with a potential rebuild coming up, we don't want to spend too much of our donors' money on the building. And if it's just about to be knocked down, it's a bit of a waste of, uh, waste of, our, waste of their funds. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So what have you provided funds for recently? Um, we provided a lot of support for staff well-being during the pandemic. Um, I don't know if you saw the sort of Rolling Stones tour bus that was in the car park for a couple of months. We, uh, yeah, we paid for that. Um, and we also bought coffee machines and food and sweets and pillows and fridges and all sorts of other bits and pieces. Um, but our main efforts over the last year um, or, or a little bit longer than that has been raising funds for a maternity bereavement suite, which is something that all hospitals um, are supposed to have, but we didn't really. We just had a, a room that was used. Um, the total cost for that project um, is going to be a little bit over £400,000. Um, and we're splitting that with the trust. So it's a joint project between us us and the trust. And um, it starts, the building starts in September and it's going to be um, finished in the next couple of weeks, which is really exciting. It's going to be our biggest ever charity project. Wow, it's a lot of money. Well done. How did, how did you raise such a massive total? Well, I mean, it's a cause that many people can immediately empathise and engage with. And we're really lucky to be able to build a group of um, affected families and, and mothers who acted as our kind of um, guides and spokespeople at many events. And, and they raised a lot of money themselves as well. I mean, there's one lady um, who raised well over £50,000 for this project um, on her own. Gosh. Um, but generally, though, we, we raise funds through all the normal charitable ways, through events from the community, from local companies. Um, and I suppose most most significantly um, in the hospital from grateful patients and their families. Um, we also receive gifts in wills and from funeral collections from time to time. And in fact, our biggest ever donor was the um, spouse of a patient who'd received amazing care from the rehab team here for uh, for a number of years. Um, yeah, that's by, been by far our, our biggest, biggest donation. So you mentioned events. What what fundraising fundraising events do you do, and how um, how have these been affected by COVID at all? Yeah, they definitely have. I mean, we've we've done um, we have, haven't done any face to face events for the best part of two years now. I mean, our biggest event used to be the Hillington Half Marathon, which takes place in um, in February. The last time we we did it live, we had a hundred runners, including the CEO. Um, and, and other ex execs, non-execs and people from all over the trust. 
Um, but last year we replaced it with a virtual half marathon, which people did themselves from home. They had to run the half, ma half marathon distance over the course of the month. Um, and it worked really well, actually. We raised a bit more money than we thought we were going to. We raised about £20,000. Um, other than that, we've done a number of smaller virtual events, but it, it has been very tough going for um, for the last, say, couple of years without being able to see any donors face to face. Yeah, I'm sure. So if anyone's listening that's interested in getting involved, what events are coming up, if any, that people could get involved with? Um, OK, well, in the expectation that things will be um, easier by the summer, we do have a big event coming up in June. Um, which is going to be our own London Bridges Walk and we're doing it in conjunction with uh, the London Northwest Charity um, and another couple of charities based at Northwick Park. Um, so it's just going to be a bespoke event for us and it's a um, it's a five or ten mile walk through London on a Sunday morning. It starts at the Peace Pagoda in Battersea Park and it's dog friendly, family friendly mm -hmm. um, and we're, we're hoping for across all the charities we're hoping for a, at least a couple of hundred people to take to take part in it. It sounds lovely I think lots of people would be interested how do people sign up if they're interested in doing the walk um, um, is there a minimum fundraising amount they'd have to get? No we tend not to set minimum fundraising amounts we just say to people as much as you can there'll be a small entry fee which will cover the cost of, um, of a t-shirt and some of the um, admin behind the behind the scenes um, there will be a website to sign up through, which we're going to advertise nearer the time. It's a bit early yet. People won't um, uh -huh. say so that. Maybe just, just Google it nearer the time. They'll come across oh, your website it'll, that be, it'll be all over our social media, the website, the trust comms. Every, you won't miss it yeah. <laughs> when it's, <laughs> it's at the beginning of May. And we're also launching a lottery in April, which is re we're really excited about. Um, they're increasingly popular in, um, in NHS trusts run by their charities. Um, as a weekly £10,000 prize. Um, so that's a great way of supporting us and maybe winning lots of money. I have to mm -hmm. say it's not a prize draw. There isn't a winner every week. It's still a number matching, um, but it's a uh, it's much higher chance of winning than the National Lottery, for example. Um, and again, that's going to have a bespoke website. Um, you can sign up directly with the charity. Um, there'll be a big launch in the spring. I don't want to preempt that, but suffice to say um, it'll be easy to play um, and a great chance of winning and you won't be able to miss it. It'll be all over the trust. And yeah, and our local community. So look out for the trust news, and we'll advertise that. Yes, definitely. When you raise money for charity, how do you decide on where to distribute the funds throughout the hospital? Um, we don't really make that decision um, within the charity. Departments come to us for funding, so they know that we have, and they know what we do. We tend to work with some departments more than others because um, we've supported them in the past, and they know. Um, they know what they need to do, so they, they come to us. Um, we ask them four simple questions, which is what is it? How much does it cost? Have you asked the trust to fund it? Um, and um, oh, sorry, I've lost my way a bit there. Um, yeah, how, how much is it and how does it support the patient experience? Yeah. Um, and it's that simple. And if it ticks those boxes, then we can certainly consider it. Yeah, and you've you've covered such a variety of projects in the past, haven't you? Can you name any projects in, throughout the hospital that you've raised money for? Just give people an idea. Yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously the bereavement suite at the moment. We've recently bought two vein scanners for paediatrics. We had a new kitchen built in maternity for um for the staff. We buy televisions and radios for the wards. We've sponsored the staff awards. We 
Um, we've just paid for a remote communication system in paediatric ICU so parents can see their um, babies remotely without coming into the hospital and interact with them and the consultants. Oh, nice. um, we spent £60,000 on a, on a prostate um, cancer scanner, there are lo lots and lots of things and it's a huge range of things that we, we've done over the past few years. Yeah, fantastic work. Can you tell me a bit about the history of the charity? Yeah, it started in 1995, just um, I think it was somebody in the finances department responsibility and they took a, a fair bit of money in over the years without really spending any. So when I joined in 2017, there was quite a lot of money sitting there with nothing ever happening to okay. us. So recruited a small team and we got busy raising more and spending some of that money. So I think since then we've raised around two million pounds and spent well over a million. So wow. um, I mean, it got good, got put to good use in the end that money. Um, I'm sure it does. Yeah. yeah. So if the public are interested in getting involved, um, is it possible for the public to organise a fundraising event if they're if they're interested or if they want to? Absolutely, yeah, definitely. And we'd really encourage that. What I think what we'd normally say in the first instance is um, all staff, I should say, not just yeah, all staff. Yeah, um, come and talk to us first because there's there's two things. First of all, fundraising is often harder than people think it is, and we we'd be able to give people some guidance on um, things that work better and things that don't work so well. There's also some legalities involved, um, but also we can provide t-shirts, buckets, tap to donate machines, all sorts of bits and pieces. So it'd be quite a good idea to um, just come and chat to us before um, before you get going, if that's what you want to do. And there's an easy way through the website. There's a contact us um, bit. Um, or if you're in the hospital, come and see us. We're right outside Choices. And um, you know now with, um, with the change of regulations, there's people in every day. So um, you'll always find us there. We're not there. Normally means we're out and about in the hospital somewhere. So come back a little bit later and find us and, um, and come, up, come and have a chat. And we'll be more than happy to help and support in any way that we can. Thank you. Uh, you've got your own website. So um, if people don't find you, they can always look on the internet and go to your website and you'll see all the latest yes. fundraising events and how to get in yes, contact with you there. Thank you very much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure, thank you. So, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please do join in the conversation about this episode, tag us in social media and uh, send us any other comments and let us know your thoughts and we'll see you next time.